In a world where you're born, at a particular time, in a particular place, on a particular day, could you imagine you were actually given special instructions, coding about your soul that was going to tell you about the life you were about to lead and the person you were about to become? Friends, this thing exists. And today we're gonna be decoding it. It is our birth charts. Welcome, take a seat and get comfortable, or if you're walking, because you might be listening to this, walk safely. Welcome to today's coffee talk. I have two things to make note of. I'm drinking out of the OG coffee talk mug, which feels so right, because I'm also sitting in the new coffee talk spot. Now, it's probably gonna get a few upgrades over the next few weeks. I had to like really improvise to give you guys something to look at back there. For those of you guys watching today's coffee talk, there's a plant over here to my right, it might be your left, and over to my left or your right, I have my nightstand and candles from the kitchen. Needless to say, I've officially built all of the furniture in the coffee talk studio room slash spare bedroom whenever somebody comes to visit me and I'm so excited about it because now it's just about decorating it and getting it all cute and cozy for all of our future coffee talks so this just feels like a moment so glad we're sharing this. We're gonna be doing the first Cosmic Brew of 2021 and I'm really excited about this one because I've been super into learning about birth charts for the past like, well, I've been super into birth charts for a few years now, but I really started to understand and research and get to know my actual birth chart. End of November, beginning of December when I was really starting to get excited about there being a new year around the corner and I just wanted to understand. I didn't want someone to tell me about my birth chart. I wanted to tell me about my birth chart. Now, first and foremost, before I jump into today's chat, I do wanna give a nice little shout out to Blonde Witchcraft from the Discord chat. She actually requested today's video. Now, whether you're into astrology or not, whether you do it for fun or you actually use it as a sense of guidance or maybe just some good intel on your life, this thing exists and it is up to debate. It is definitely up to debate whether or not you think that this thing has any sort of substance or backing to it. I think it's more so about what you get from it. I will never say anything with 100% certainty is real because I am so open for debate. I am open to knowing more. I'm just curious about these things. I've had my birth chart done for me from an astrologer in England to, you know, using CoStar to read my birth chart. So I've read a few different ones and I've pulled different things from them, but it wasn't until I read my own birth chart, understanding the knowledge we're going to talk about today, that I really found some like golden nuggets. There were golden nuggets in the other ones too, but I felt like it just, it, it made more sense to me when I translated it. We're going to be decoding our natal birth charts and all your natal birth chart is, is an imprint of where the planets were aligned when you were born. But wait, how does this differ from daily horoscopes? your daily horoscope, you're reading about the sign that correlates to where the sun was when you were born. And it's going to give you kind of like an overview of your more deeper sense of self or like who you show up in the world as, but there's actually so much more to learn about our spiritual coding or birth chart coding based on all the other planets if you learn where they were when you were born. Okay, so how do you get a birth chart? Know your birthday, your birth time, and your birthplace. And if you put those three things into any birth chart 
maker. There's tons of them online that you can find. You could use the CoStar app, which is what I use on my phone to know my birth chart. If you put in that information, it'll give you what all of the placements and houses of all of the planets in your birth chart mean. You're a unique individual. Listening to this, watching this, we're not all going to agree on the same things, but the cool thing about learning about your birth chart is that you can learn more about yourself. So let's get to it. So the first fact or thing that you should know is that there are 12 zodiac signs that rule the zodiac wheel. This is something that most people do know, everything ranging from an Aries all the way down to a Pisces. Then taking the snapshot of where all of the planets were in the sky when you were born, they were all in different constellations of the different zodiac signs, which were all in different houses. This sounds confusing, but bear with me, it'll make more sense in a moment. Each house, one through 12, represents an aspect of our life. And each zodiac sign represents almost like a niche to that house or like a symbolism to that house. And it's believed that the planets that reside in those houses based on your birth chart affect your energy differently. It's not necessarily the houses that change or the order of the houses that change, it's where the planets were that change. Your first house represents your first impression, your appearance, the way you look, how you sound, you know, your overall, I hate to use this word, but it's coming to mind, aesthetic when you first walk through the door. So whatever zodiac sign resides in your first house is your rising sign. And what your rising sign means is it's basically how you present yourself to the world, but it's not necessarily who you are deep down inside. It's the first impression you give, but it's not necessarily the deeper parts of yourself. So I'm a rising Pisces and a Pisces, so what you see is what you get. But let's say I had like a rising Taurus. That would mean that when I walk through the door, I might give off initial Taurus vibes, but once you get to know me, deep down, I'm a Pisces. Based on what astrology sign is in your first house is going to be kind of like the characteristics that you give off on first impressions, ideally. Again, translate that how you will. Now, maybe you only really know about the characteristics or traits that are your sun sign. So let's say you're a Virgo. You might know a lot of the different things that would describe a Virgo, but it might be worth looking up a few of the characteristics and traits that represent all of the other zodiac signs. So that way, when you start to see them pop up in your birth chart, you can identify and pick out the little things or the little characteristics about those signs and how they connect to whatever house and planetary alignment they are in your birth chart, which will help you better translate. An example would be, let's say your rising was Taurus, but your sun was in Virgo. That would mean that upon first impressions, you might give off a lot of the characteristics or, or show a lot of the personality traits of a Taurus, but deep down, you're actually more of a Virgo. Your second house represents money, work, and income. It also identifies the senses, the material things that you surround yourself with in your life. Your third house is all about thinking, communication, being social, social situations, you know, your relationship to other, how you are with your neighbors, how you are with your siblings, how you are with your friends. Your fourth house is all about family and home and where you root yourself, who you spend your day to day with, who is your core root. <laughs> That's the only word I can really think of. Like. It's family. You feel your sense of safety and security. Fifth house is all about romance and self-expression. You know, it's love, it's art, it's you translating what you feel warm and fuzzy about out into the outer worlds or to a person. Like it just gives you that sense of liveliness and that spirit and it helps you get creative and express that sense of like, your, it's like your inner child. The sixth house represents your health, your fitness, your day-to-day -day routines, how you take care of yourself, your pets and how you take care of your pets. Like basically the systems that you run through on the day-to-day -day and how they benefit your health in some way. And then your seventh house is 
all about your deep relationships. This is usually marriages or people you've been dating or in love with for a long period of time. It's the people that you bond with for life, the people you marry, people you deeply fall in love with, your soulmates, your twin flames, if you believe in that kind of thing. This can also include though your business associates and people that you like partner with, people that you are deeply bonded to in some way on a deep level for a long extended period of time within your life. Your eighth house is spicy because it's all about intimacy and sex and mystery and it's that thrill you know it's the house that's going to show you what gets you going if you know what I mean and then your ninth house is all about your higher sense of education which can be religion this can be learning about you know different philosophies this can be law and rules and society's standards in a sense traveling other people's laws other people's religions other people's belief systems and basically how you process that and download that how it kind of translates into that deeper truth for you your 10th house is all about your achievements but it's also all about your authority this is the house that's going to help you best decide a good career path that's going to help you achieve success and achieve structure in your life but also at the same time have that sense of discipline and have a sense of authority in your life and, and a sense of purpose in your life. The 11th house is all about teamwork and community but it's also about almost like rebellious acts or you know when you see different generations stand up for a cause it's that it's coming together for a cause it's coming together to work as a team it's coming together as a community and like I said rebelling against the things that we might not deem to be right and then last but not least the 12th house is all about surrender it's all about the completion or end of a journey it's all about the unconscious or subconscious mind mystery and art and uh, things that are otherworldly. So if you've downloaded your birth chart and you now understand those 12 houses, you're able to then look at the different planets which are ruled by different astrology signs within those houses and kind of dictate what is ruling that archetype in your life. Now before we actually do that and go through all of these planets, I'm gonna leave you guys with a quick break from the sponsors that brought you guys today's episode. So now moving on to the planets of our birth chart. Each one of these planets are ruled by a different zodiac sign and they also rule and dictate different themes and different meanings to the different houses in your birth chart. Meaning basically where these planets are are going to influence those different areas we just discussed in the different houses. The different planets are the Sun, Moon, Mars, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, Pluto, Neptune, Saturn, and Uranus. Did I get them all? And the alignment of these planets is what makes your birth chart unique. To you. Where the sun is placed in your birth chart is going to tell you what your sign is. This is basically going to represent your fundamental sense of self, how you show up in the world, like who you are by nature, your ego, and basically what makes you you. Then there is the moon and where the moon is in your birth chart represents your inner sense of emotions, who you are when you spend time alone, who we are almost beneath the surface. Then next we have Mercury, which helps us understand how we derive our sense of logic in the world, our sense of cleverness, our sense of intellect, and our ability to analyze what's going on in our lives and make decisions that help best support whatever it is that we are 
trying to cultivate. Then there is Venus, good old Venus, the planet of love. So this is going to be the planet that helps you understand how you express and even receive love in your life. This is also the planet that helps us understand or creates our sense of love for different styles or different tastes in art, different tastes in culture, just different things like, like I said earlier, aesthetics, little things that we tend to enjoy and how we piece together or create art in our own lives based on our own unique tastes and decisions. This is also ruled by our money and it's like all of that just Taurus. It's run by Taurus. So it's basically deep love and I just want to use the word lush. Like it's just like absorbing the love of art and lush things that just make you feel beauty and love in life. The next planet is Mars, which is all about our form of aggression, but also our form of ambition. It's almost like our go-getter attitude, and it can definitely be the way that we express anger, but it can also be how we rev ourselves up. It's like our fire energy in our birth chart, whether or not you're actually a fire sign. What we get passionate about, which is why it symbolizes our form of aggression ambition, because those are usually when we feel most passionate about something, whether it's being wronged or whether it's something that we're really excited about. Now, Jupiter is all about our sense of abundance and expansion and wisdom and philosophy, and it also goes into retrograde 120 days of the year. It symbolizes our sense of fortune, but not necessarily like Venus where we were talking about more material fortune. It's more about like the fortune of life, the fortune of being able to expand, the fortune of being able to understand and have a deeper sense and well of wisdom within ourselves, which is why when Jupiter goes into retrograde, we all get wacko. But Next up, another one that goes into retrograde and we get all wacko is Saturn. Now, Saturn can represent our professional achievements or our professional ambition in a sense and what we gain from the work that we do and our sense of resilience to keep with the things that we are so deeply caring about. But this one also goes into retrograde and it goes into retrograde 140 days every single year. I haven't even really explained what retrograde means. It basically just means it flips on itself and all of the energy kind of goes backwards for a little while. Actually, every planet we talk about from here on out goes into retrograde at least once a year. The next one being Uranus. truly want to laugh like an immature child right now, but I'm going to hold it together. Uranus is kind of like the rule breaker, the rebel of all of the planets. It's all about defying the odds and getting passionate about different humanitarian causes and creating things like technology. And it's very forward paced. It's very forward moving. It's very forward action, but not necessarily action. I'm doing a terrible job at explaining this. It's basically like the planet of the future. <laughs> And then we have Neptune, which is all about, again, the unknown, the spiritual, the mystery, the mystical, and it is ruled by, you guessed it, Pisces. The thing to note about Neptune is that it can range from super hyper creativity and curiosity to almost like, uh, like a a wish to escape and a wish to abandon responsibility. So it's very, it's very interesting to analyze your Neptune. And I say that as a sun Pisces, but this leads me to the very last planet, which is Pluto. It symbolizes transformation and almost like the 
the destruction of things but or, or death of things in a lot of ways but also that rebirth cycle pluto is like the darkness that we sometimes don't want to hold or face or look at or analyze but because of that truth that powerful darkness we're able to also have powerful light it is part of the process of renewal and rebirth and that's why it is such a powerful planet it's all about regeneration and transformation and so it's almost like you need your shadows, you need your dark work, you need death to have life, you need all of these things in order to go through those great times of transformation and evolve. So now that you know all of this, look at your birth chart and put all of this information together. You can now use your knowledge of the different planets and what they symbolize and where they sit in the different houses of your birth chart and start to make connections as to what they might mean. This sounds really confusing, so I'll give you guys an example. My moon is in Libra, which is in my seventh house. So like we said, our moon is who we are when we're by ourselves, when we're like who we are underneath the surface. And because it is in Libra and it's in my seventh house, you might say that underneath, beneath the surface when I'm alone, I like balance. I like harmony. I like to zen out. I don't like to make decisions. I don't like to be pushed or forced in any kind of way. I like balance. I like that. And the seventh house represents marriages and relationships and business partnerships, which basically means that the deepest connections in my life need to be balanced and in harmony. More so like when I'm on my own, when I'm downloading life, which I do a lot in my solitude, I need to feel like things are balanced and harmonized between work and my love life. The darker side of this or like kind of like the downfall because there's always pros and cons to every single sign and every single placement is that Libra energy also tends to want to please others at the sake of themselves. So that also means that sometimes to attain that sense of harmony and balance or in order to feel like I'm attaining that harmony and balance, I can sometimes feel the need to please other people, whether it is pleasing anybody watching my videos or consuming my content or pleasing my relationships in my life which leaves me then drained and out of balance or just giving away my power because I'm caring about what other people think. But only because I want their, I want them to feel peace and harmony too. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel like I'm making this more confusing, but this is me analyzing my birth chart. Look at your different planets and what house they're in and then make those connections and see what translates to you. I'll give you another example. So my Venus is in Pisces, which is in my 12th house. As we now know, Venus represents money in our lives, love in our lives, relationships in our lives and our tastes. Basically like our ideal perceptions of what love is and mine being in Pisces that makes me very sentimental very compassionate a hopeless romantic and nine times out of ten dreamy and not dreamy in the sense of like ooh, look at me I'm so dreamy dreamy in the sense of I'm dreaming about my idealized perception of love like nine times out of ten I literally made a book out of it my other perception of this is that with my pen my penis being in Pisces oh my god with my Venus being in Pisces Lord damn it. I tend to express my love through things like journaling, through sentimental moments, through <laughs> sentimental things, art, and ultimately always feeling in a very complete flowing state. Like everything makes sense in my life when I'm in love. Like I hate to say it, but that is so damn true. So those are just two of my own perceptions of understanding my own birth chart. And now I'm hoping that with today's coffee talk, you guys can now go find your birth charts 
find all the planetary placements within the different houses, make these connections, and translate your own birth charts in a way that makes sense to you. Now let it be known that all of this information is going to be up on the Co's blog this week, so I will have all of the different points about the different planets and houses over on the Co's blog. If it's not up right away, it'll be up in the next few hours. It's there so that you guys don't have to write this down or come back and forth or scroll through the episodes if you don't want to. If after today you get to decode your birth chart or you've already done it, let me know different parts about your birth chart down below. I'm curious, I want to know more about you, you guys now know more about me. Also, I'm going to leave links down below to the Discord chat if you want to join. It's a giant portion of the Coast community that's on there with different little topics on the side and we all just kind of touch in and connect. I haven't been on in a few days actually, so I need to get back on there and say hi to you guys. But you can also go on there and request different coffee talks and if I pick yours, you'll know because I'll create it and pop your name up like I did today. Also, if you liked today's video, it would mean so much to me if you guys liked, subscribed, sent this out to anyone you might think wants to know about their birth chart, and that way you don't miss our next coffee hangout, which I need to grab my tea. I put it down because I was getting way too excited about birth charts. Without further ado, I love you guys all the way to Pluto. Let's go all the way around Pluto and come back again on all the different days that we were born and look at all of our alignments from out there. You know, we're just gonna astro project ourselves into space and see all of our planetary alignments and back again. That's a lot of love, but I feel it for you. And without further ado, I will see you guys all in next week's Coffee Talk. Bye guys. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.